Welcome to Diary of the Big Lad, Smart Goals, with the man himself, me, Shadow Brian, and the other man, me, Nico. How's it going, you right? Yeah, not bad, how are you? Probably delete that. Um, I'm all right, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, nice little week. <laughs> Flying start to this one. We're pros now. We've done this so many times. This is just water off a podcast in Duck's back. Just a couple just... of naturals having a normal conversation with mics. It's, it, I think it's far too much of that, isn't it? Like, literally, a couple of blokes having conversations with mics. Yeah. <laughs> no consideration of the listener. <laughs> no consideration of anybody who might actually want to know something about a big lad losing weight because they want to do it themselves. And instead, they get us. That's what it is. I thought that's what a podcast was, just people talking to each other with no consideration for the listeners. Uh, but no, there's none of that here. This is all well-planned, well-researched, well-documented uh, supplement to your social media page, Diary of a Big Lad. And this week, we're talking about smart goals. How was your week? All right? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I'm feeling pretty good because I joined a new gym. Ooh. What brought that on? You just tried, want to try something new, different area? A uh, different area, close to home, yeah. um, working it out because I'm not having to travel as much to go to the gym. Basically, I would, in, in my previous gym, it was near work, so I'd only go to the gym if I was near work, but because I work from home, like 50% of the time, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go to the gym unless I was at work, so... Um, I wanted to cut that part of it out for one. Uh, I'm saving costs by not having to travel to go there. Um, so yeah, it just basically it's just removing barriers essentially. Nice. Um, a couple of my friends go as well, so it means I can train with them sometimes as well. Um, yeah, there's more classes as well, so potentially my wife's going to join, so it's better for her. Oh, nice. So yeah, good. That's right, isn't it? More money, more time. What are you going to do with your your newfound time? Gym, <laughs> can join another gym on the way to the gym. Yeah, double gym, gym squared. Still jo- rejoin the old one, and then just do a triangle of gyms every evening. It was funny though because, um, well, it, it's weird. Well, it's not a weird process, I guess. I just haven't had to do this process in a while. So when I had an appointment, yeah, essentially to join, and then after the appointment, I booked an induction. So I had my induction and then did my workout, and then that was um, that was the first let's call it the first day, and then I went today and got to the gym at six six ten. So that's ten past six in the morning. Ooh. But it it doesn't open till six thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh no. Well, I don't know why I just assumed, but I just think six thirty is a weird time. I'm like, if you're going to open, that is quite weird, isn't it? Yeah, I'd have thought that all seven. Why? Uh, what did you do for twenty minutes? Just wait in the car. I, I thought about doing that. I, I naturally recorded a video and put it on the socials for one. Uh, but then I, I actually needed petrol, so I went and got some petrol. So every cloud. There you go. See, turned a bad thing good. I like it. It's weird when you go to those interviews. That was it, like an interview induction thing. That been a member of a couple of gyms, but a one. Obviously, I won't say which one. They uh, did like a little interview thing and they were just asking like what kind of fitness plan I wanted. So it was all quite straightforward. But there was a bit when they uh, this like you with you, I was like the gym's quite far away from where I am. And there's a closer one. It's just that this one looks better. And they were like, well, how much further away is it? I was like, well, it's about a 20 minute walk. And they were just like, right, well, what you'd walk 20 minutes for a, for a fish and chips, wouldn't you? It was just a bit like, no, I wouldn't. 
Why do you think I'm talking <laughs> already? <laughs> I mean, it shows that I clearly needed to join the gym. <laughs> For a pizza, I would. How many times have you been to the new one? Just the one? Well, it'd be twice, because my induction, I mean, it was good. They, they do things like check your heart rate, you know, your heart rate, oh, yeah, cool. your yeah. blood, blood pressure to make sure it's not too high for self-safety reasons. Um, but because I've been, I'm quite, I'm equipment and things, so I'm, I kind of knew what I was doing. Obviously, I've been working with a personal trainer for quite some time. So, so yeah, um, second day today. I'm feeling good. No, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like it's something I needed. I did a workout. I did. So I started off, I did uh, warmed up with some rowing and then I worked on some tricep work and back work. And then I went for a swim. Oh. But what I've, 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 um, I've decided like I've, I've got a few new habits. One of the habits being going back to the gym because I've switched gyms, but I figured if I, if I increase my lengths by one every time I go for a swim, I'm going to reward myself oh. with a steam room and sauna. Oh, not really bad. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'll associate going with a swim with that reward now. So smooth. It feels like you've been reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. Hmm, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Make it easy. All right. Speaking of uh, making it easy, you uh, did a lovely demonstration of measuring, I saw, on the socials. Got the kitty cat cups for the world to see. So now everyone knows I wasn't just hallucinating <laughs> small cups shaped like cats. But yeah, how did that go? looked pretty good. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Um, interesting. I think one thing we did learn from kitty cups is there isn't a one-weight-fits-all <laughs> You know, um, yeah, absolutely. A, a cup of a cup of chips, or in the Americas, fries, is very different in weight to a cup of cocoa pops or choco rice, as I used. If you if you looked at the socials, so um, yeah. <laughs> interestingly, though, interestingly, a cup pretty much bang on most things a portion. As in like, one cup of everything, like one cup of chips, one cup of peas, one cup of. Yeah, I think when we when, a little bit later on when we talk about the weekly challenge, I think we'll I'll I'll we'll go into it a bit more. But um, yeah, it, it is very interesting. Those cups pretty much made up the portions. So. Cool. Well, that was my week then. Uh, that's your week. So, in terms of everyone's week, I think <laughs> it's time for some uh, dear from the public. Just before we do. Yeah. Did you just try to hijack my week as your own just there? I said, and then I thought, well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there you go. So we've had a bit of your week. We've had a little bit of my week sprinkled in there. I think it's about time we heard from the public, don't you? Absolutely. Starting with, uh, I've just started opening up more questions on the socials to see what people think of certain things that I'm doing. Sure. A, uh, a fellow fitness enthusiast got involved in one of the posts, uh, one of my running posts, my one of my couch to 5K posts, and asked if I do run on the road or cross country. And hmm. to whom I say, well, I definitely don't run into any ongoing traffic because that's dangerous. <laughs> not directly on the road. Dual carriageway um, is what you run on. Strictly dual carriageway, <laughs> the opposite direction. Like, that's for the challenge. M1, A1, strictly. It's the thing no. with exercise, you have to keep it interesting. 
<laughs> it would keep it interesting. Yeah, obviously, I'm assuming, and in fact, I responded in that way. I didn't get, you know, cocky or anything on the post. I assumed he meant like pavement road, which I think most people say road, they mean pavement when they're referring to running. Uh, cross country, hmm. uh, do I do it? No. Um, I'm pretty sure that just basically means run on grass. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's like fields and... I think um, I say, yeah, I think it's strictly yeah. fields, grass and um, natural terrain, isn't it? I think is the specific, again, could be wrong. Um, oh, I would run to the off. fridge. <laughs> Almost like we discussed it earlier and I had a little look online. But yeah, I believe it is, yeah, natural <laughs> terrain. Uh... I mean, between the two, you've basically got, and I know we've touched on this before, do you run like Forrest Gump or do you run like Rocky? You know, Forrest Gump tends to stick to the roads. He tends exactly, to stick yeah. to the pavements. Rocky, anything goes. Anything goes. I'll run on grass. I'll run on mountains, you know, running restaurants on steps. Whatever. He's done a lot, hasn't he? So you don't run on, don't. you don't run in the road, is what you're saying. You usually <laughs> stick to pavements. And you yeah. run on natural terrain, is the answer. Uh, uh, I run across roads. <laughs> that doesn't happen in Rocky, does it? Music stops, just waits for the light, gently jogs across. I'm not impartial to a cross country run. Uh, in fact, I quite like it. It makes you feel a bit more like a warrior. Yeah, you've got loads of um, country around where you live, though, haven't you? Well, I suppose to be honest, I think if 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 you're not if, if you don't want to be seen by many people, you know, if yeah. you're trying to build your confidence up, it's probably a great way to start, I'd say. I think I've done that in the past where I've felt really self-conscious, so I've gone for a run, you know, down the back alleys fields and things like mm. that because it's out of the way. There's not many people there. If there's anyone there, it's usually someone doing the same thing or walking the dog or something like that. So I think if you're trying to build your confidence up, it's a great, great place to start, actually. I think I've done that many a time in the past. So, so this week's about setting SMART goals, as people will see from the title. Um, for someone who's never heard of them before, uh, can you explain exactly what we're talking about when we say SMART goals? Sure. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-bound. Basically, it's a type of goal-setting method. And of course... A sexy little play on words. So there you go. That's SMART Goals, an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. What do experts say? Well, when it comes to setting fitness goals, experts generally agree that using the SMART framework can be helpful. Specific. Goals should be specific and focused rather than setting a vague goal like I want to get in shape. It's better to set a specific goal like I want to lose £10 in the next three months. Measurable. Goals should be measurable so that you can track your progress. For example, you might track your progress towards your weight loss goal by weighing yourself regularly. Achievable. Goals should be challenging but achievable. Setting a goal that is too difficult can lead to frustration and disappointment while setting a goal that is too easy may not provide enough motivation. Relevant. Goals should be relevant to your overall fitness and health goals. For example, if your overall goal is to improve your cardiovascular health, setting a goal to run a 5k race would be relevant. 
those should have a specific deadline so that if you have a target to work towards, for example, setting a goal to run a 5K race in three months gives you a specific deadline to work towards. Smart fitness goals are an effective way to achieve health and fitness objectives. According to the NHS, setting smart goals is a powerful tool for making positive lifestyle changes. The SMART framework encourages people to create goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. By following this framework, individuals can set realistic and achievable targets that will enable them to track their progress and maintain their motivation. There was a study published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine that found using SMART goals improved adherence to an exercise program, leading to better health outcomes. Furthermore, according to a study in the Journal of Physical Activity and Health, setting SMART goals has been shown to be an effective approach to promoting physical activity in sedentary sedentary, uh, individuals. In conclusion, I am am from Yorkshire. (laughs) Setting SMART fitness goals is a valuable tool for achieving health and fitness objectives. Uh, You can find the sources to these links in the uh, Descript bio. I believe that's where we're going to put them, Nico. Yeah, we'll stick them in the description. We'll also put in the origin of SMART goals if you're interested in doing a little history um, and you want to find out where it comes from or where on earth we got it from. Um, Just in case it sounds like something we'd be smart enough to come up with. I don't think that's what's going to come across, especially from this episode. (laughs) But on the off chance... You could do a little yeah. bit of homework, and uh, if that's wrong, once again, send us an email at zaraoverbiglad at gmail.com. What does the... What... What does the... What does the big lad say? Well, if you like me and love setting goals as much as you love doing squats, you've probably heard of smart fitness goals. Basically, smart goals are the bee's knees for getting most out of things like workouts, diets, habits. By making goals specific and measurable, you can keep track of your progress and celebrate when you smash them. But don't go all stormsy and get too big for your boots, love. (laughs) The goals should be achievable and relevant to your overall fitness objectives. Setting a goal to run a marathon tomorrow might sound proper grand, but unless you've been training like Rocky Balboa, It's not the smartest idea. And last but not least, don't forget to make your goals time-bound. Give yourself a deadline to work towards, but don't stress if you don't hit it straight off. Remember, fitness is a journey, not a destination. Don't stop believing. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I mean, here's some of my ups and downs of being smart with my goal setting. So when it's worked... So back in lockdown, when we first went into lockdown, Nico, so this would have been uh, 2020, um, yeah. I, I decided to do a 30-day challenge in lockdown. They were flying about all, all over the place where you'd do so many push-ups, so many sit-ups, so many squats, so many lunges, and you'd increase it every day. You might skip one of them sets one day, and then it just sort of go cycle, cycle, cycle around. You'd do it for 30 days. Now, that worked really well because I knew ex- I had a plan of exactly what I was going to do. It was very specific. It was it was measurable because um, if I'd have started at the end, I'd have no chance doing that amount of squats. It was getting to 100 squats, 100 push-ups. It was crazy, crazy amount. But because I, I had them smart goals laid out and I had a time I was going to complete it by, it was very specific. It was measurable. 
Um, it was achievable because I was starting small. Um, it was uh, time bound because I had 30 days to complete it. Um, and that kind of influenced the morning routines that I do now, hmm. um, which, and again, I think that's why that's working. So I haven't skipped a single morning routine workout since I started doing that. So I've been doing 25 push-ups, 25 sit-ups. I've been doing 25 jumping jacks. I've increased that by one each week. So again, getting back to the measurable, I don't think if I'd have done straight off, I'm doing 31 at the minute of each. If I'd have straight off gone on 31, mm-hmm. I'd have might, I, I might have started going, oh, it's a bit much that. I'm, I'm, I'm really pushing it with the push-ups. By the time I get to 77 push-ups, which is the you know the goal. I've got mm-hmm. time bound, three hundred and sixty five sure. days. But all I need to do is keep plusing one each week, so it's achievable. It's not. It's not easy. It's not easy to bang out thirty one push ups. You know, I'm still like pushing, pushing, but it's achievable because I know I can basically do it at any amount of time. Currently, the whole workout takes less than five minutes. Yeah. So can't argue with that, can you? That's when it's worked. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's worked really well. Um, there's times where I've done things that haven't worked. So I've just sort of said, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start going to the gym more regularly. I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to start eating less. I'm going to eat less cal- calories. I'd, I'd track everything, but I won't have a goal in mind. I would not even set a weight loss goal or anything. I won't, I won't make it by a specific date. I'd just start going to the gym, start eating healthier. And then I'd do it for a little bit. I'd, I've not seen any difference, even though I don't, I don't even know what difference I'm looking for. Yeah, I've done yeah. That time, time and time again. So <clears throat> it doesn't matter what the goal is, as long as you set it and it's really clear, it's specific, you've got a time set on it. So the outcomes for me, I know that I can achieve goals so long as I follow a set routine. So um, fixed habits are involved for me and, and, it, and it's a win. For example, you know, um, the 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 morning routine that I'm doing has mm-hmm. now influenced eating getting back on track and it's also helped me keep up to the couch to 5k so these habits adding in together uh are helping the the overall the overall journey so for me yeah. smart goals is is awesome yeah I always find that as well actually if I start doing some kind of exercise routine as hard as it is to start the eating normally improves as well because you don't want the thing that you weren't the part that you weren't enjoying to be a waste of time. Yeah, sorry, you, you mentioned that. So for the people that haven't heard every single episode, what are you going to do when you reach your maximum number of your daily routine? Because you add one every week. Uh, what's the plan? Do you just maintain that? Or I think so. I think well, a couple of things. I, I, I'm I'm thinking that I will potentially maintain that and grow on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe even add different sets. I don't think I'll increase the numbers. I'll, I'll try and find more efficient ways of doing it as well. So it could be that I completely change it. I might decide that I'll, you know, instead of doing seventy-seven push-ups, I'm doing thirty-five of a certain type of push-up and thirty-five of another. I'll do variations of it yep. to keep myself guessing. But again, I'll follow the same routine. Of if it's hard, start small and build upon it and just keep rinsing and repeating because at that point I'll know it works and I know I can achieve it. Sure. That sounds challenging. Speaking of. (coughs) 
So last week's challenges, how do we do? You did some lovely portioning, uh, some of which we've talked about at the start of the episode, and some of it's been cut out. Uh, <laughs> let's find out now. Uh, so I noticed with your portions, you did a, a very, very nice, clear, precise, laid out video of how you did your portion sizes for yourself. And with your daughter, you half the sizes. Is that correct? That is correct. Now, did that work out right? Well, do you know what? I learned something else as well. So first of all, it was perfect for the plates that she has. She's got, if you've not seen it, she's got basically a plate that's got, obviously we've got a number of plates, but one of the plates she's got is, it's got three sections in it. So it's yeah. like kind of like two half sections and one bigger section. Now, usually like, if she's had something like chicken nuggets, chicken, beef, you know, whatever protein she's having, fish, um, that go in the big section because it's the biggest food. But instead of doing that, and she not always eat it as well. That go in there, in there with some chips or some potatoes or some pasta or something like that. Mm-hmm. But instead of doing that now, this time I followed the sort of 50, 25, 25 rule. So I put she was having some turkey, uh, turkey unicorns, some, oh, very nice. um, some peas and broccoli and a, a few chips. So I just put the chips and the, the proteins, so the carbs and the proteins in the top two, and then all the veg in the bottom one. So she was more loaded on veg, which, you know, not been doing. And and she does like a veg. And she, she ate she ate the whole thing up. So one thing it did teach me as well is just making sure that I'm portioning her stuff up right as well. Um, And it was really easy to portion my stuff up because it was basically just half plate of veg and then quarter and quarter of uh, proteins and carbs. And... What I noticed about yours, Nico, I will say this, is, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you got your portions in, didn't you? But it kind of, I'm, I'm not sure if this was intentional, but it kind of looked like you were using your your beef to hide the chips that you had uh, underneath the beef. Not completely like, intentional. Like you, had... you, you may remember when we discussed uh, portion sizes before, we came up with the concept of putting, how, like if you used an egg, how many chips could you fit on an egg, right? And that would stop overeating your chips. So I thought if I do it the other way around, have a plate half full of chips. I'll only have the meat that will fit on the chips. You see, <laughs> but that was my thinking with that one. Um, as you can see, it worked. No, it's the way it was. Uh, <laughs> it's just the way it was plated up. Uh, that's correct. That was more a plate size issue than a uh, than anything else. But generally, oh, right. it did show. I think even with a medium sized plate like that, uh, there was enough room. I think that was everything covered. It had onions, tomatoes, meat, and again the protein. So even if you didn't eat meat, I'm just getting the picture back up. Got your salad. And you got your taters underneath. Fair enough. Yeah, I probably could have done with less potatoes. But that being said, well, I didn't. I didn't see that many taters. It kind of looked like you were trying to hide them under the beef. <laughs> but because yeah. I use the because I use the the little kitty cup mm. for the the chips, I could only fit five chips in there, so that was good. And yeah, that, this that, is... funny enough. I measured that, and it was it was just over a hundred grams, which is what they say the portion size is. But I would easily not do five you know, five chips. That's nothing, is it? You'd go 10, 15 chips, wouldn't you? Easy. Definitely, yeah. We've talked about it before, though. I know it's like impossible. If you haven't started sort of thinking about portion sizes yet, I know it is really hard because I could eat chips and pasta pretty much nonstop for probably about 20 minutes, and then your stomach obviously catches up with you. But genuinely, if you give yourself a smaller portion, like for me anyway, it just works. Like you will stop <laughs> when they run out. You might be a bit peckish, but that's the point of having everything correctly portioned, isn't it? Because you're yeah, gonna, you, you'll save as well, though. You save a fortune, especially on potatoes. If you're making them from scratch, 
um, or even a bag of chips. You only need like instead of two meals being half a bag each, four meals. Quarter of a, and again, if it isn't enough, add some more next to. It's the beauty of making your own din, isn't it? That's it. That's it. So what we're saying about this week then? I think we need to set some smart goals. What do you think? It's enough of a challenge as it is to do smart goals. I'll, uh, how do you want to do it then? Do you want to write write them out? Are we going to pick a goal each and then do some smarts? <laughs> pick a goal, eat some smarties. No, I think uh, choose whatever theme you want, whatever right. your goal wants to be. It's not got to be fitness or food, whatever, whatever, whatever. Just as long as it's relevant to what we're talking about. Uh, I don't really want to hear that you've. You set yourself a goal for making sure that you have a really nice bath every night. <laughs> Throw this away then, shall I? Waste of time. Teach me for trying to be prepped before the podcast starts. Oh, that could be a smart goal. Again, in all seriousness, let's have a look. Uh, specific, have a good bath. Measurable, how good was my best bath versus how bad was my worst bath. Achievable, I have a bath. Definitely doable. Uh, relevant, uh, the goal should be relevant to... Uh, I need to be clean, otherwise I won't be able to go to work and then I won't be able to afford my bath. Time bound. I need a good bath by the end of the day. So just a little example I've thrown together there of smart goals. See, it's easy when you uh, know how. <sighs> no? Do you know what you're going to do yet? Or? No, no. It's right. so exciting. Can't you see from my face how excited I am? Always. Well, there you have it, folks. Follow the smart framework and you'll be smashing your fitness goals in no time. If you have any questions about smart... I don't know what questions they'd have. We were so thorough there. I think it was like listening to a couple of professors discussing psychology and fitness in one swoop. But if you do have any questions about smart goals or anything else we've mentioned on the pod, uh, including turkey unicorns uh, or anything else on the planet, Contact us at diaryofabiglad at gmail.com. It'll most definitely get read by us because you might find it hard to believe. We're not sieving through hundreds of emails weekly, so drop us a message, leave something in a comment. It's just nice to hear, hear another voice, to be honest. Um, Until next time, keep lifting, keep laughing, and as always, keep on sweating. Diary of a Big Lad is an Osborne Road Productions featuring Chad O'Brien and Nico Diodoro. Theme tune written and performed by Jay Stevens. For more Diary of a Big Lad content, find us at Diary of a Big Lad on TikTok, Facebook and Instagram.